You're listening to The Big Bible Read, an initiative of The Pulse and The Word radio stations. For Bible study resources and to join a community of other Bible readers, visit bigbiblered.com. Genesis chapter 32. So Jacob went on his way, and the angels of God met him. When Jacob saw them, he exclaimed, This is the camp of God. So he named the place Mahanaim. Jacob sent messengers on ahead to his brother Esau in the land of Seir, the region of Edom. He commanded them, This is what you must say to my lord Esau. This is what your servant Jacob says. I have been staying with Laban until now. I have oxen, donkeys, sheep, and male and female servants. I have sent this message to inform my lord so that I may find favor in your sight. The messengers returned to Jacob and said, We went to your brother Esau. He is coming to meet you and has 400 men with him. Jacob was very afraid and upset. So he divided the people who were with him into two camps, as well as flocks, herds, and camels. If Esau attacks one camp, he thought, then the other camp will be able to escape. Then Jacob prayed, O God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, O Lord, you said to me, return to your own land and to your relatives, and I will make you prosper. I am not worthy of all the faithful love you have shown your servant. With only my walking stick, I crossed the Jordan, but now I have two camps. Rescue me, I pray, from the hand of my brother Esau, for I am afraid he will come and attack me, as well as the mothers with their children. But you said, I will certainly make you prosper and will make your descendants like the sand on the seashore, too numerous to count. Jacob stayed there that night. Then he sent as a gift to his brother Esau, 200 female goats and 20 male goats, 200 ewes and 20 rams, 30 female camels and their young, 40 cows and 10 bulls, and 20 female donkeys and 10 male donkeys. He entrusted them to his servants, who divided them into herds. He told his servants, Pass over before me, and keep some distance between one herd and the next. He instructed the servant leading the first herd, When my brother Esau meets you and asks, To whom do you belong? Where are you going? Whose herds are you driving? Then you must say, They belong to your servant Jacob. They have been sent as a gift to my lord Esau. In fact, Jacob himself is behind us. He also gave these instructions to the second and third servants, as well as all those who are following the herds saying, You must say the same thing to Esau when you meet him. You must also say, In fact, your servant Jacob is behind us. Jacob thought, I will first appease him by sending a gift ahead of me. After that, I will meet him. Perhaps he will accept me. So the gifts were sent on ahead of him while he spent that night in the camp. During the night, Jacob quickly took his two wives, his two female servants, and his eleven sons and crossed the ford at Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream along with all of his possessions. So Jacob was left alone. Then a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he could not defeat Jacob, he struck the socket of his hip, so the socket of Jacob's hip was dislocated when he wrestled with him. Then the man said, Let me go, for the dawn is breaking. I will not let you go, Jacob replied, unless you bless me. The man asked him, What is your name? He answered, Jacob. No longer will your name be Jacob, the man told him, but Israel because you have fought with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked, Please tell me your name. Why do you ask my name? The man replied. Then he blessed Jacob there. So Jacob named the place Peniel, explaining, Certainly, I have seen God face to face and have survived. The sun rose over him as he crossed over Peniel, but he was limping because of his hip. That is why to this day the Israelites do not eat the sinew, which is attached to the socket of the hip, because he struck the socket of Jacob's hip near the attached sinew. Chapter 33 
Jacob looked up and saw that Esau was coming along with 400 men. So he divided the children among Leah, Rachel, and the two female servants. He put the servants and their children in front with Leah and her children behind them and Rachel and Joseph behind them. But Jacob himself went on ahead of them and he bowed toward the ground seven times as he approached his brother. But Esau ran to meet him, embraced him, hugged his neck and kissed him. Then they both wept. When Esau looked up and saw the women and the children, he asked, Who are these people with you, Jacob? Who are these people with you? Jacob replied, The children whom God has graciously given your servant. The female servants came forward with their children and bowed down. Then Leah came forward with her children and bowed down. Finally, Joseph and Rachel came forward and bowed down. Esau then asked, What did you intend by sending all these herds to meet me? Jacob replied, To find favor in your sight, my lord. But Esau said, I have plenty, my brother. Keep what belongs to you. No, please take them, Jacob said. If I have found favor in your sight, accept my gift from my hand. Now that I have seen your face and you have accepted me, it is as if I have seen the face of God. Please take my present that was brought to you, for God has been generous to me, and I have all that I need. When Jacob urged him, he took it. Then Esau said, Let's be on our way. I will go in front of you. But Jacob said to him, My Lord knows that the children are young, and that I have to look after the sheep and the cattle that are nursing their young. If they are driven too hard for even a single day, all the animals will die. Let my Lord go on ahead of his servant. I will travel more slowly at the pace of the herds and the children until I come to my Lord at Seir. So Esau said, Let me leave some of my men with you. Why do that? Jacob replied. My Lord has already been kind enough to me. So that same day, Esau made his way back to Seir. But Jacob traveled to Sakoth, where he built himself a house and made shelters for his livestock. That is why the place was called Sakoth. After he left Badan Aram, Jacob came safely to the land of Shechem and the land of Canaan, and he camped near the city. Then he purchased the portion of the field where he had pitched his tent. He bought it from the sons of Hamor, Shechem's father, for 100 pieces of money. There he set up an altar and called it, The God of Israel is God. Matthew chapter 11. When Jesus had finished instructing his 12 disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in their towns. Now when John heard in prison about the deeds Christ had done, he sent his disciples to ask a question. Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? Jesus answered them, Go tell John what you hear and see. The blind see, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news proclaimed to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. While they were going away, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing? Look, those who wear soft clothing are in the palaces of kings. What did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, Look, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. I tell you the truth. Among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he is. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and forceful people lay hold of it. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John appeared. 
And if you are willing to accept it, he is Elijah, who is to come, the one who has ears had better listen. To what should I compare this generation? They are like children sitting in the marketplace who call out to one another. We played the flute for you, yet you did not dance. We wailed in mourning, yet you did not weep. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, he is a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking, and they say, look at him, a glutton and a drunk, a friend of tax collectors and sinners, but wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. Then Jesus began to criticize openly the cities in which he had done many of his miracles, because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! If the miracles done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it will be more bearable for Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? No, you will be thrown down to Hades. For if the miracles done among you had been done in Sodom, it would have continued to this day. But I tell you, it will be more bearable for the region of Sodom on the day of judgment than for you. At that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and have revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son decides to reveal him. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke on you and learn from me, because I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and my burden is not hard to carry. Psalm 13, for the music director, a psalm of David. How long, Lord, will you continue to ignore me? How long will you pay no attention to me? How long must I worry and suffer in broad daylight? How long will my enemy gloat over me? Look at me, answer me, O Lord my God. Revive me, or else I will die. Then my enemy will say, I have defeated him. Then my foes will rejoice because I am shaken. But I trust in your faithfulness. May I rejoice because of your deliverance. I will sing praises to the Lord when he vindicates me. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, netbible.com. Copyright 1996-2019. Used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC. All rights reserved.